Fusion fans around the world, welcome back to episode number 19. We're recording this on Sunday, July 25th. I'm your host, Tyler. And I'm your host, Andrew. Welcome to your weekly foot fix. Tyler, to kick things off, what are you drinking? I am drinking a Lagunitas Hazy Wonder, which uh, you may wonder if that's a hazy IPA. And yes, of course it is. Uh, Lagunitas, of course, is a Bay Area beer company, which has expanded globally with a joint venture with Heineken. They now have a brewery in Chicago. Uh, I would imagine most of our listeners probably now have access to a Lagunitas, but this hazy IPA, fantastic. Andrew, what are you drinking? I'm drinking an old fashioned with Jefferson's very small batch bourbon. I opened up the bottle today. Actually, I saw it. Is it actually called very small batch? Yeah. So they make small batches and this actually says very small batch on it. It's fantastic. Beautiful. So I don't know um, what the difference is. It doesn't really explain it. I'm looking at the little card here that's like attached to the bottle, but Jefferson's bourbon is fantastic. I think it's probably a local DC now it says this bottle in New York, New York, which is silly because Thomas Jefferson should be relatively local. But anyways, cheers. Cheers. All right. So we only talked five days ago because of our recording schedules. And we mentioned something on our last pod that we really wanted these summer heat style Ferlin Mendy, Bruno Fernandez, like grindable long-term objective players to come out. And EA was listening and they completely altered what they were doing and gave us a Yusuf Atal grindable objective. Woo! Honestly, Andrew, I saw that card come out or the objective come out. I like did a cartwheel. I was so excited. This was probably the highlight of my FIFA 21 July was this a tall objective card how did you feel so so i actually saw on twitter that he was out and so i went to ea to like find it went to the objectives i couldn't find it i was like what the fuck are people talking about is this one another one of those like leak troll things because i didn't realize he was a milestone that they had switched it up and so i kept looking and i think i eventually found it on footbin i was like oh wow this is like great for a number of reasons one milestones i think are great too because it's not oh you have to get this done in seven days or 20 days or whatever it's just get it done whenever so if you guys are playing fifa 21 in november next year you can still get it done so that is amazing and then Obviously, the card is perfect. I don't know, like the ultimate end one is as good as the Mindy and Fernandez that we were talking about from last year. He is everything you could possibly want in a midfielder, a winger, a striker, a defender. I think he's kind of very comparable to Lorente's um, PTG card. If he, if Lorente had gotten five star, five star, essentially. I think they would be basically the same card, you know, obviously right back versus center mid, but kind of on stats and stuff, they look very similar to me. So what do you think? I mean, obviously you're excited. Have you completed this objective yet? I completed the objective in about 24 hours. I was over the moon excited. Uh, I haven't mentioned this to our listeners, but I recently quit my job. I'm put in notice. I'm in my last week is coming up uh, next week. And so kind of in the wind down period of my previous employer. And I was like, you know what? I have a little bit of time. I'm going to 
do all of these Atal objectives because I've actually loved his cards, like all of them in the past. Earlier this Stifa cycle, there was an orange card. Uh, what was it? I think it was a road to the final. Uh, he plays for what, Nice, right? And so Nice didn't advance. And so he stayed in 82 and he's been in 82 forever. That card was amazing. Even in managerial masterpiece, uh, because he was only 82, it was probably the best 82 rated card in all of FIFA at that point in time when I was using him. Uh, been a fan of Vitals for a long time. Five star, five star on this version for free. For free. for free. Like, I mean, what is it? And not just games? for free. Yeah, not just for free. Like, pretty easy to do. I like the fact it's, they always do this weird ass thing where it's like in squad battles or rivals, which is like, well, just say squad battles or rivals or open it up to also weekend league. That's a silly thing. We can talk about some other time that you can, you have to do it in squad battles or rivals. But if you want to use this 87 at all in weekend league, that doesn't count. But yeah, yeah, it's super easy to do in, any offline mode. And of course, if you, there's, there's a few of these harder objectives, like score three finesse goals with them, that if you can't pick them up in squad battles or rivals, you can actually go into a friendly or something and pick it up that way. So they have made this incredibly attainable for, you said you did it in one day. I think yeah. that's probably right. I wonder how one, many hours you spent doing. Yeah. That. One thing that really helped I had from whatever the week prior, I had a foot birthday, a tall untradeable in my squad who actually started for me because of, you know, just the, the setup of my RTG account. And that actually allows you to skip forward to like do a lot of the more, the second tier of objectives at the same time. And so that yeah, definitely it lets you skip saved. Four, it lets you skip four squad battles matches. Essentially. Yeah. And so that was super helpful to be able to just like merge all of those things into one. And then you basically, I basically got down because of being able to leap forward on that front. I would just recommend people buy the the birthday at all if they were going to try to do this to, to be able to shorten the, the gap. But ultimately it kind of came down like my last five games, it was like get an assist with a tall. And that's basically like all I had to do. I didn't even have to win. And so at that point in time, I would just go into a professional mode of squad battles, start off with the tallest striker, make a pass, score a goal and just set my controller down halftime hit X a couple times to get to the second half and then literally turn off my monitor and come back whenever I had free time. And like, I would lose, you know, three, one to some shitty squad battles team, but like, who cares? It's July. Like who's who playing squad cares? battles? Nobody. So that just, it really reduced the amount of grind that was required. And to get this 94 at all, who's freaking fantastic. Like I absolutely love him. Amazing, amazing content. I can't believe EA listened to our podcast and decided to immediately release a progressive objective player into the game. But thank you guys for listening. Uh, Jamie, you're my favorite. Goran, you're, you're, you're pretty great. And everyone else at EA, uh, please reach out because I, I haven't met you yet, but would love to hear from you. So to piggyback off this, Birthday Atal is 20K right now in the market. So everyone can go afford that. And it makes a lot of sense to go grind that out. And of course you don't have to keep that card. Once you're done with the birthday objectives and stuff, just sell it again. Right. You'll like take who doesn't want to lose a thousand, like lose a thousand coins to play four games. Yeah. Like, who cares? Who Do it. Yeah. Would you, or even if you had to like stick with it, if somehow it became like a 20 K untradeable, you would pay 20 K to get this four, 94 rated Atal card. So think of it that way. I don't know. Just this card's amazing. This is great. I love it. I'm glad they did it. I, the second part of this is 
I think they're not done. You know, this is just team one of best of footies. So I think they're probably going to do a second one. I think we've seen rumors that I actually have, let me, let me back up. I have seen on Twitter that people are saying there are rumors that other cards are going to come out. I haven't actually seen the cards. I have some guesses of who they pres- presumably are, but Tyler, what do you think about that? Yeah, there's, I am all in on the FIFA Twitter rumor scene. And from what I can gather, no one has publicly leaked the actual player for the next progression that is going to come out. However, there is wide speculation that it might be someone like Adama Traore. It might be Renato Sanchez. And I would be over the moon ecstatic if it was either of those players. But who I really, really want is just a re-release of Ferland Mindy last year. I would do the exact same 26 games all over again. He fits perfectly in my squad. Please, EA, give me a Ferland Mindy progressive objective option. And I would take it tomorrow. Like Monday feels like a good time. So let's do it. <laughs> yeah, why wait? Like the days are dwindling on FIFA 21 EA. Don't, don't hold back. I think all three of those cards are make logical sense, right? I think Renato to me seems both like the most likely and the fact he is the most popular of those and would be the best, but he also is incredibly redundant with this at all. He's league on and would be a center midfielder. So I think he's probably the least likely, but Troyore and Ferland Mendy both would yeah. be amazing. I'm guessing I, it's Adama and I think it'll be a because Mendy was just last year, like people yeah. harp on EA for like repeating content and Adama would be something different and so that makes me think that's who it would be and honestly I don't think it would matter as long as he's not a goalkeeper literally any other position he'd be the best player in the game he might be yeah and so they should make him a goalkeeper let's see if he'll be the best goalkeeper in the game like that would be fucking funny I mean (laughs) he works kind of perfectly too with um you know, he's also got a birthday card that they could give out originally and then do two more upgrades on top of that and be a striker five. And pr- presumably they'd make him five star, five star as well. My goodness, what a card that would be. I mean, he'd be incredible. Would it get, be, so, would it get you back on the foot? Probably not, but. No, no, it would not. <laughs> I, I, so the only way I am going to play FIFA again is if I, if I if I play you or any of our listeners in friendlies, that's the only way I'm going to play another game of FIFA 21. How do we get you a PS5? We got to make it happen because Xbox um, sucks. I've been trying aggressively. I saw that FIFA even is going to PlayStation only for competitive modes. And I think it might even be PS5 only for competitive modes. I'm just like, how? I've been trying for nine months to get a damn ps5 like how can you possibly make your competitive scene switch to something that is literally not available in this country yeah like it just silly anyways i would love to get ps5 so i can start playing all of you guys but um we'll wait on that but i am you know that's really the only way i'm going to play is playing on friendlies against folks because otherwise i just am kind of bored and done with this game well we'll we'll find you on friendlies and we'll loop you back in so that you can be tempted to try to unlock Adama so you can try him. Maybe they'll do a loan and you can you can at least get that. Uh, but you kind of briefly mentioned it. This week is a repeat of last week and the team content. Second week of team one, best of. Honestly, 
boo, boring, uh, nothing interesting. It just means they're going to drag out content over probably these last six weeks. Like I would assume September has zero content because they just want people to stop playing the game to be ready for launch of FIFA 22. And they're probably going to stretch this out through as much of July and mid-August as they can. And then they're just going to pull the plug and say FIFA 21 is over. Uh, so this is probably it. Uh, maybe the best thing we can hope for is they re-release all the best ofs and at the end of the game and just put everything in packs. But uh, you know, kind of a which a, is what which is what they often do is yeah. sometime. But I, I think we're both kind of down on this best of team one, anyways. Like it's just kind of like, yeah, it's all right, I guess. Like, how? I mean. I'm sure you've been spamming packs like all these like 85 times 10, 87 times five packs. And I, you know, I pack 90 rated cards, 88 rated cards. And it's just like, eh, I don't care. Like, like fucking Casam- oh 90 rated Casemiro or I have packed for birthday for Lamendi twice. Now I'm like, before uh, we've, when we started this podcast, I was talking about that card being an ideal fit for my squad and not wanting to spend the coins because of its five star, five star weak foot, not actually being a real upgrade. But now it's just like, well, I, I have 15 left backs that are better than that card. Yeah. I honestly, I started a squad six weeks ago and I'm barely <laughs> interested in this best of like the rule breakers in Bappe, the Ferland Mendy card would be direct upgrades. I don't think team of the season Klaus but he's a 40k card. I don't think he's in packs. But literally, those three cards are the only ones that they can that are available now that would be even remotely interesting. I'm hopeful that the next batch of best ofs is more team of the years, more team of the seasons. So if we start, if we start talking about team of the season Neymar, team of the season Mbappe, like now we're like getting real players that it's like, okay, this is cool. I hope that's where we're headed, and I'm. If Friday doesn't bring that, then I think we're like, oh, this has really become objectives and draft only is like kind of the only way that FIFA has had it. Yeah, I think that's right. Uh, there, there, you know, there's a ton of SBCs this week too. Koke, Bernard, Alan, Kingsley Coman, Bruno Perez, Marquinhos. Am I missing any of the footies SPCs? I think that's pretty much all of them since we since we've only been yeah, it's only been five, five days. days. I think that's it. Like honestly, kudos to EA for like putting out like basically a player SBC almost every day. Like that's cool that they're hey, it's July and they're now putting out these player SBCs. I wish they would have done that a long so time ago when everyone it was reminds super me. Engaged. It- it reminds me of Bundesliga and La Liga tots when yes. we were super excited. It was totally. just, oh yes, card I want, card I want, card I want, card I want. Let me spend my coins because all these cards actually look good, right? Alon. That's exactly what if, it's like. Yeah. If I was if I was playing foot right now, I would have a lawn in my club because like that seems like a great value, and I've loved that card. He's always like a kind of gold demon type card. Um, all you know, Marquinhos, Bruno Perez, like been waiting on a Brazilian right back forever. And so they finally deliver it. So, you know, there's all that. It's just like, oh, yes, deliver the content. But it's a little late. And these are, you know, they're not too expensive. These are probably the right prices for these cards. But they're also, it's also not like, like it's not like this Atoll was in an SBC or some similar version of that that we would have gone over the moon for, you know, breaking your back to get. So I don't know. I don't have anything else to talk about this. I think it's kind of meh on these SBCs. Like great content. Good job, EA. 
just doesn't move the needle for me. I assume doesn't move the needle for you or really anyone else, unless it's like a favorite player, obviously like James Ward Prowse comes out I'm fucking doing it, but uh, yeah, anything other than that, like who cares? I think this is like the equivalent of other people's James Ward Prowse. Like if, if any of these guys is Andrew's James Ward Prowse, like this is amazing. And they're like super excited. The only thing what? I would like wish that they did a little bit better, like, Alan, I think he was like at the beginning of the game, like I think an 83 rated gold rare, an incredible CDM. However, this this new card is still a three star weak foot. And it's like, oh, like I would rather him have like I think he's a four star skill, three star weak foot. Like give him a four star weak foot. Come on. Like what are we doing here, EA? Like let's make this like a little bit more interesting. Uh, the Coleman card does have four star, five star, so five star weak foot. That's awesome, but he's also like 500k. So similar to Alan St. Maximin that we had uh, a week ago, it just feels a little bit expensive. But I think they're good cards. I think if your fans like like Andrew is of James Ward Prowse, you're doing them, and you're not even asking questions, and they're in your squad. And honestly, I bet they're great. So kudos to you. Happy for you. But it's it's really content for a select few is what I feel like. And speaking of that, I feel like content for a select few, there has been a little bit else EA has done. They one released a Ronaldinho SBC out today for 22 squads. Uh, I haven't even checked the price because I don't care because there's no way in hell. Uh, like three and a half. It's, it's like three and a half million. Like it's he was like a, a 7 million coin card a bit ago. So like the value's fine. It's just the time commitment. Like, please just make an icon requirement or just make me drain a million coins from my squad and like save me the time. Like I do not want to do all these squads for your stupid SBC. Like it's too much. It's too late. Stop it. And then they also released, honestly, what's probably an awesome uh, Premier League objective in friendlies, uh, a couple of Arsenal players, uh, their names are escaping me because I'm not an Arsenal fan and I don't care and I'm not doing it. Uh, Nectia, it says so Nectia and uh, Emil Smith Rowe. So I, I have them up here. So it's in two objective cards. But and they going. don't look bad to obtain. I just have, I'm only really using my RTG account. And I have no Premier League players. And I know that's a part of the requirement. And that is basically a barrier to entry for me. Uh, but they do look like good cards for, for what it is. Yeah, I think they are. I think it's great that they're like clean objective cards that you can go out and get in this one. I, I'm on the fence. I kind of go back and forth. Like, do I like the fact that you can go get players and a single focused objective mode like this foot friendly premier potential or would i rather it be like a tall where you can just play the damn game because honestly if you just played the game on rivals and we're just playing normally and just always had a tall in your starting squad whatever version it was that you had you would eventually get him and i kind of lean towards that being a better way but it's you know this is uh, you know yeah, i guess you're right it's Nick- definitely better like a tall is a more open format and so that is better but i do love that there's the variety like hey like if you've done a tall yeah. you're a grinder and you want to do more things like there's this other thing you can go after like that's awesome that they keep adding content for people that are willing to do more i think that's the right yeah. spirit 
I don't. But it would be. It's weird that a tall is easier to obtain and much much better than either of these cards actually are. Well, I assume EA is now factoring in for the golden goal aspect, even though they haven't created a golden goal mode. Like that's got to be why they're requiring you to score nine matches and score fifteen goals and shit like that is because you. Um, I think there's also like, man, our English users are nuts and they'll do anything for these well, Arsenal, Arsenal fans players. Are nuts. Yeah, exactly. Arsenal fans are nuts, right? Simon said it best. Um, yeah. But yeah, I mean, and obviously if this was a Southampton objective, I would do it. I would log back into foot and do it. So I get that. Right. And it makes sense. But it's also, I just kind of wish there was a way like, to, to make everything kind of in one so that we were only playing realistically like four or five modes that were all kind of counting towards objectives that would be cool i like that that's how atoll is although i don't know if there was also a golden goal mode that let me get oh, these cards that'd be the, best. the shit out of that too so that'd be so or even golden golden mode would be so fun or even like first of three or something like then we'd all play like all out crazy the whole game too, to try to get to three like who knows anyways let's keep moving because i'm sure you know if you're an arsenal fan you'll get those objectives done if you're not you won't if you're a dino fan you have the coins you'll get him done man no actually let me stop on dino for one second i hate this trope that we see on twitter all the time but it's july why is any like doesn't it feel kind of like EA just released this SBC and it's 22 squads and it's 3 billion coin requirement or value worth just to like tell everyone, oh yeah, we released Dino, we released Eusebio, we released those cards, but it didn't make it actually attainable. Like imagine you're like 15 years old and you just got FIFA on EA Play or something. You can't go get that card. So uh, I just kind of, uh, it's just, to me, feels kind of silly to not make it actually obtainable, like realistically obtainable. Three and a half million coins is nothing to well, like, it's, sniff at. It's you can't get that card for free. Like what's still true is you could spend a thousand dollars on FIFA points, and now with the leverage of preview packs, like I, I don't know how much that would help you if you want to just grind through a thousand dollars of FIFA points, but. I imagine you could probably get a Dino for $1,000 at this stage of the game because there is a ton of grindable objective cards to give you, you know, 88 yeah. to 95 rated fodder. So you can do it, but it's going to cost you. And that's probably what EA cares about, right? Like, yeah. oh, fair enough. You got this game for free two months ago. Hey, how about you spend $1,000 on it to get the player that you want the most? which they're geniuses they never or, put it past them they're so smart or just assholes uh, mercen mercenaries mercenaries yeah all right let's keep you know i think we've hit on all the content for this week you know there's there's a lot of it i love that there's a lot of content that's always better than no content but there's actually a lot more to talk about there were more upgrades from this week it was i believe this week the weekend league juiced requirement was for La Liga squads. And then they also gave out, so th there also came out these SBCs. Basically, if you 
we're crazy enough to hold on to your reds and we're like oh no these billion good SBCs we've gotten over the last month or two no i held on past those because i knew we we're going to get some kind of upgradable red if you had that you got some pretty good SBCs. yeah my favorite part of this is that right now andrew i'm not sure if you remember that live on the pod last week you did one of these upgrade SBCs because oh, they I were remember. they were guaranteed 99 name our SBCs and somehow EA fucked you and remind me who did you get from that guaranteed 99 name our SBC? I think it was 93 Nabry. That's right. It was PDG Nabry, who is like a thousand coins on the market. <laughs> Uh, maybe a little bit. I'm, I'm rounding. Uh, I'm, I'm off a little. Uh, but then the, my favorite part of this whole experience was that EA tweeted, I'm not getting the quote right, but we've understood that the Champions uh, League red requirements, I've already fucked it up, uh, the Weekend League reds requirement uh, reward packs were basically giving out too many high-rated cards. So we've adjusted the pack weight to be more appropriate. And basically everyone went, went from getting like a player pick option of a 99 Acuna, or sorry, a 98 uh, Festival of Foot Acuna, a 99 Neymar, like all these amazing cards. And now people are like stuck getting Path of Glory Navaries like Andrew did last week. Um, so two thoughts one the better way to, to too long didn't read summary of that is oh sorry guys bob cratchit came into our studios and like had our pack weight but we're actually ebenezer screwed so bah fucking humbug you're not getting good upgrades tough shit the other thing though is i think he does this a lot and they just don't tell us right like we've talked about this before that it does seem like early on upgrade packs or, or remember when preview packs came out everyone was getting crazy good packs because i think the weights were at a place where they were they hadn't changed the weights yet totally why and did now, they tell us why i mean i maybe they're just worried that they're about to get their asses sued because they're manipulating the shit and if they tell you like oh we made a mistake and it wasn't supposed to be that high as opposed to like, like just oh, manipulate this stuff. if our mistake is above a certain error threshold of like oh we like fucked up not a little bit we fucked up like exponentially like literally everyone like every other player is getting a neymar if we fuck up that bad we must tell people like that must be their internal barometer uh which really makes me sad for you because you actually went <laughs> for it live on the pod and them actually tweeting that they had fucked up and overinflated the odds really meant that when you had tried to do it on our pod, your chances were much better at actually getting that 99 Neymar. So I think we made the or, right call. Or they had already fixed it and then tweeted out until later. Uh, I think I think you made the right call. You, you tried. I think that was the best opportunity. Sorry it didn't work out. Uh, Hope Navarri's amazing in your next SBC. I believe I submitted them immediately into one of those multi multi plus packs, 85 times 10 or 87 times five or whatever it was. So I feel like we would have heard about special. it by now if that had turned into something good. So I assume. Well, it turned happen. into a Mindy and my oh, 88 yeah. plus times five was 
birthday sterling and rashford and mindy and a couple of other cards who i would have been ecstatic for four or five months ago three months ago pre-team of the season time and now it's just like oh those are literally all fodder cards who are like the second or third best version of their current card yep yeah if they're not green or a top five tots card like you probably don't care about them So Tyler, we have not, well, we've talked about my week in playing foot, which is I'm not playing foot anymore, but what about you? What have you been doing this week besides at all? Probably most importantly, did you play weekend league with your new uh, June 10th squad? I did. Uh, Honestly, it was like, Hey, I've been working this squad for what? Six, seven weeks, something like that. It was going to be 95 degrees Fahrenheit here in Bend, Oregon this weekend, which is 35 degrees Celsius for those of you in Europe, which is fucking hot. And Oregon does I, not get that hot. Like I my am, understanding was Oregon does not get that hot. Like I Bend is east of the mountains, way east of Portland. It's desert tundra. We don't need to get into the geography, uh, but it was hot. I'm not accustomed to that kind of heat. And I was like, all right, I think I'm probably going to be spending a fair amount of time inside. I'm just going to redeem for Weekend League and then see how I feel about it. So I redeemed. And then the La Liga requirement came out, which was use eight La Liga players in your squad. And then you earn a red player, 88 or 89 plus, depending on if you're 7, 12 or 15 wins. And I was like, this feels perfect for the RTG. Like I really need to build up some, some cards to the club. I've been wanting to test this out. I've never taken this team into weekend league for a serious amount of time. I think I mentioned like three weeks ago, I played two games, won them both and then quit. So it was just like, I ran out of time and it was too nice out. I was like, whatever. Uh, so it's like, Hey, this feels like the first time. So yes, I went, I played weekend league. I'm doing the La Liga squad requirement most of my squad was kind of already set up to to be built for that because i have pdg joe felix i have the fest or sorry the yeah festival of joe felix uh vinicius jr i have the angel correa i packed tots Ferran from one of those recent upgrade packs uh gold mindy uh, I did the level 30 long lay. And so it's like, but you were really just, excited about, you were really excited about once I knew this was going to come squad, in handy. And so it came into play, came into play. And it's like, all right, I've already got the foundation. I've got like, let me just get gold Courtois in here. I'm going to buy a Serginio desk to play right back. I got my players, uh, a festival of foot, Verratti and Bappe and a tall 94 round out the squad. And it's like, this is a fantastic team. Like there's nothing to be ashamed of. Let's go. And I am now sitting here on this pod at like 14 and 10. And I just, I'm only playing to 15. I want the one more win to get one more red card. And honestly, it's been crazy, like super stressful, have (laughs) not loved it. It's crazy sweaty. Everyone's super defensive. I've struggled to score. Uh, It's, it's been rough. I'm not, I'm not loving it, but It's, it's I imagine in July. Is, yeah, like the only people left playing this game are the incredibly um, 
broken people who only care about winning or just the addicts like us who just can't stop playing and just, you know, this is what we do. So we're just doing it on a weekend league or something. And the people who literally they're, they're left and all they care about really in life is winning. I, I imagine that's the vast majority of it. And I can't imagine this being fun to play quite frankly, like the amount of sweatiness that's got to be out there is just yeah and like one of the things that's like real apparent is like let's say you win the ball back you make a pass to your midfield and then you see your opponent player switch to the player in front of your midfielder everyone's immediate direction is back like just sprint back to goal and you make a pass they switch straight back to goal and so everything just collapses around the goal but these are 99 pace defenders 99 pace midfielders and so what you end up with is anywhere between five and seven players just like really really compact around the goal who can move so fast and basically the only way to score is like a first touch shot or a skill move fake and then quick shot and I am not the greatest at skills. And so I have struggled. So that's enough on my weekly. It's, it's been a struggle. My Wait. one heroic moment was that at 12 wins, I got a player pick for uh, Tots Oblak, who immediately replaced my Gold Courtois for the, at least the legal requirement. But because I have an untradeable uh, 92 long lay and a Tots Ferran, I need a I need a La Liga goalkeeper. And so that feels like a mainstay in the club. And so the loss, nice. I, I think I've lost probably 15K on Dest at right back because I bought him after the La Liga requirement came out. The loss that I'll take there, and I'll probably take like a 10K loss, well, maybe 5K loss on Courtois. Anyway, it's all paid back for the fact that I got a free goalkeeper. So sure. at the end of the day, like it was a win and it was fun to try, but... Am I going to do it again? Absolutely not. That makes a lot of sense until next weekend when it's some uh, when it's a league on objective and you just like tweak oh, your Mbappe and Verratti. Look, look at how many good league on players I have. And Renato but, Sanchez, a, objective player, and of course all it. that. So. Okay, so we introduced a concept last week. Uh, essentially, one good thing, one bad thing from FIFA 21 this year. So this year's FIFA. To kind of recap, we won't do this every time, but since we've only got one, uh, Tyler's good last week was friendlies. Mine was also essentially friendlies, but specifically the managerial masterpiece. Tyler's bad last week was EA's icon strategy or icon implementation. And mine was just how incredibly AI demanding or assisted this game is in general, that so much of it is in the hands of the AI. So Tyler, do you want to start with your good or your bad this week? I feel like I have to start with the bad. It's such an easy, obvious one. My bad for FIFA 21 is the team of the week upgrade system. Team of the week upgrades suck they're very minimal the progression is really slow and it's really hard for players to actually qualify and obtain them 
I actually think the spirit of it is awesome because it's like, hey, like this guy performed well in real life. We're going to make them a better card. I think that's actually an awesome idea. But in terms of the actual FIFA gameplay and the way the mechanics and progression of promo teams that come out, promo teams are always way ahead of the curve of where Team of the Week upgrades actually exist. And so it makes Team of the Week's essentially worthless and that leads to weekend league rewards feeling not worth it because team of the week upgrades are the primary foundation for what red picks are which is the core of weekend league rewards obviously yes there are packs and coins as well but what people get excited for is the red picks and that is based on team of the week upgrades i feel like over the last few years, they've gotten too slow. They're not good enough. They're not strong enough. And so what I really hope for the future is that basically EA, I don't know, doubles the boost they give these, whatever. Like they definitely need to increase them and maybe increase the pool of players that get them, but like really expand upon what that boost might be if they are even going to stick with this flawed team of the week system. That, that's where I feel like I would go is I think it's just so broken. I mean, if you're going to have a weekly promo squad, why do we need team of the weeks, right? It's just SBC fodder. Just do a team of the month and give me nothing but elite cards and just one week out of the month. That's the promo. Make it whatever that month is. It's 11, 14, 17, whatever you want to do. Make them the meta. Totally. For that for that time period and let's just right. do that and like, like I, it just seems too easy too obvious but i couldn't agree with you more team of the team of the week is pointless like how i mean there is what maybe three to five team of the week cards you have used throughout the yeah. year Probably. i use team of the week conte a bit on my main squad you'll certainly see on occasion a team of the week's ronaldo cr7 like that that comes yeah. into play and honestly those are the only two Nick Pope. Neymar. Neymar. I, so I have the team of the week, Neymar. And he, I mean, he's not good. of good value because the gold version is just as good, but people use him. I obviously had him, but besides like the same type of cards that you'd always use, there wasn't the same, like four years ago, we've talked about this before, Lozano and Bailey and those folks had um, elite, boost. elite boosts and just elite cards that were, were part of the meta at the time. And this EA has kind of gone away from that. I don't know. So uh, probably because they've added more promo cards that the antiquated way they do Team of the Week upgrades is just gone. So I couldn't agree more with you. The, fuck Team of the Week. Like, it's just a stupid. Um, Honestly, yes. Fuck Team of the Week. Andrew, how about you? What would you like to start with? Your, so your in a similar... Good or bad? I'll, I'll do the bad. And in a similar vein, I think the season objective players are horrible. They have been for two years now. It they come, you come out, it's like a two-month period, and maybe the level 30 cards are at the meta or playable the day they come out. But they are not like you well, first off, you can't actually get to those cards for you know four to six weeks or so, just the way objectives work. There's no actual way to grind them immediately. And then 
they're just not the type of boost that we really should be getting. So it's almost always SBC fodder. I know you have that Ling Lei in a squad you just created, but unless you're doing something like that. And he's not that good. So it's yeah. Like, yeah. like what? Like the concept sounds great, but it just it's just missing something. I don't know. It's just they're just not usable. I don't know if I've ever used a season of like actually using a season objective card other than like in a gimmick squad, like a USA squad or a Japanese squad or something. I can't recall ever like, using that's what it feels legitimately like for is a gimmick squad, but to stupid. get to a level 30, like that's not a gimmick commitment. People who are running gimmick squads aren't grinding for level 30. So something's well, they probably off. are. They probably are, right? Because if you're like crazy enough to run a gimmick squad, it's probably your second squad for the, I mean, for a lot of us. But regardless, it's, that's silly. Who cares? Like, that's make these cards worth obtaining, like kind of reward the people who grind out your game and pay attention to like the way objectives are now. You have to actually pay attention to the objectives. Like, oh, silver to complete silver this week, it requires me to play some like king of the hill friendly. So let me go do that for waste 12 minutes of my day. And you're not rewarding people who do that shit. So that's my bad. I think I'd be shocked if anyone disagrees with me. It's just fix it. Yeah. Honestly, I don't, I, I don't even need it, right? agree. it. It honestly feels almost identical. You actually mentioned it when I complained about my icon rant. You mentioned how seasons were almost in the same vein. And so I completely agree. Like those are the two areas where EA just drags out content that is meaningless to people. Yep. Okay. So we've gotten the bad out of the way. What was your good? So very related to how I hated Team of the Week. I actually think one of the greatest parts of FIFA 21 were the live cards that exist in the game. And so live cards, what I mean by that, there's one to watch, there's headliners, there's what if, there's a festival afoot, there's the UCL uh, Champions League live cards. If EA fixed the team of the week part of the equation, which was part of my bad, that would instantly make once to watch actually mean something. This year, last year, they meant nothing. Once to watch were virtually worthless and I think will be for the foreseeable future if team of the week stays the same. But the good, I think tying FIFA to real world football content is the best part of this game. And there has been so much fun around the FIFA 21 cycle related to all of these live cards. I mean, whether it was your headliner trying to get their fourth or fifth win, whatever it was to like get their natural upgrade. There was a ton of one like market movement excitement, but just like actual fan excitement and being able to use like an upgraded version of that player. But then also like, what if I feel like kind of really insert itself in the power curve of like, hey, like we're releasing some cards that are like right in the mid of the power curve, but then with some of these boosts might become elite. There was this Diata right mid from the French league who no one had ever heard of, who all of a sudden became like the instant best super sub in the game. And that was super exciting. 
I feel like this live environment, this upgrade system where like you take a car that's like okay and then you give it like like it forces people to watch the actual game in content makes it more fun. And that was never more apparent than the Euro tournament where it was one of the best tournaments that I've watched over the past couple of years. It was very exciting. Like as a, just a soccer fan, like super engaging. It's very fast paced. Within a month, we basically go from the start to the finish and for EA to tie uh, a progression of an upgrade card to that tournament was probably my favorite part of FIFA. And so these special foot cards where it was like, hey, we're going to drop these cards at the beginning of the Euros and Copa America. And if their teams win, like you're going to keep getting upgraded. That to me was awesome. Like I loved it. It created a ton of excitement, ton of great cards. The fact that they even gave this like penultimate, like, five-star, five-star reward was just super intriguing. And for me, that was a huge high. Yeah, you, you kind of glossed over Copa, but I think a lot of people watched Brazil-Argentina final. I did, because sure. of Because of Path to Glory. I mean, on, honestly, I might not have known about the Copa really. Like it didn't, it's not really a mainstream type of tournament like the euros are in america at least which is strange because it's much closer to here so i might not have watched unless path of glory was in there but i did like brazil argentina was an interesting game i don't know if it was a great game it was more of a rock fight but we we were watching i think a lot of people in our hemisphere were watching so yeah i'm 100 percent with you here uh how about you andrew what was your so hi just continuing on the theme of we're on the same page here, I also like something that is based on game content and specifically the showdown SBCs that we've been getting. And it's obviously focused on one individual game, but it causes people to watch the game. It causes you to kind of go for your player too, right? These Chelsea Man City games or Sevilla Real Madrid or whatever the matchups are people, you know, you're kind of like picking who you think you're going to win. And that's pretty cool. I love the fact that it's not a pick that you can actually do both. I think that's a huge thing that EA often fucks up because, well, you know, if you want to do both because both cards seem good, you should be able to do that and like kind of also hedge your bets. And I like the fact that it's like an upgraded card and they seem to give like really good upgrades to cards when they win. So it just, I mean, obviously Acuna got one that was super usable and fun throughout the year. Um, uh, Zagadu is another one that jumps to mind is great. You have the Correa in your squad. So I hope that's something they continue to do. It did feel like there were times where they just kind of forgot about it, which is kind of classic EA as it does seem like they introduce a feature and then they just leave it alone for six, eight weeks and just, you know, they don't actually have anything planned for it and they forget about it. And like, and they come back and like, oh, hey, here's a Korea showdown out of nowhere. So that's frustrating. But overall, the concept and for the most part, the implementation, I think, is a home run. Totally. The concept is incredible. And I think that's a, a great, good ad for FIFA 21. And the left back Acuna, that 88 card was one of my favorites of all year. And if I could add him to my RGG squad, I would in a second. He's fantastic. 
and I really, I really do hope that they continue SBC uh, showdown requirements. But like, it feels like something they could do every week. I, I'm honestly shocked that they don't. And so my hope for FIFA 22 is that they really, really expand on showdowns because they're awesome. Like, it's so fun. Yeah, I mean, I, I kind of worry about oversaturation of content. So I, I'd rather it be on a schedule that maybe isn't every week, but every other week or every month or something, because maybe every month is not enough. So maybe every other week, because I do feel like I, I want EA to bring a lot of content and a lot of different varieties. So maybe if it came every other week, that'd be somehow better. I don't know. I'm just like, because I feel like it, for me personally, if I got this showdown SBC every single week, on one hand, I'd be like, oh yeah, what's the showdown SBC coming this week? But on the other hand, I'd be like, eh, another showdown SBC. Do I really want to do this? Do I care? It, it might, it, I don't know. It might just oversaturate the, my brain if they're doing it every week. But maybe, maybe I... What it would do is, is make fodder go up and your trader yeah. brain would take over. And all you do is invest. So well, you that's, even that's part of the, the problem SBC. is like, but you'd be investing for the SBCs, right? Because they have right. team specific requirements. So you'd be much like old school um, marquee matchups. You'd be investing on certain players and stuff. Yeah, exactly. So that All would I be care good about is and the player. Bad. I don't care about the investing in the trade. And that is going to be like a, a huge advancement, I think, in our FIFA 22 launch is that Andrew is really going to take over like the trader investor mindset of like, how do you start this game from that standpoint of pre preserving your coins? And I am going to do the exact opposite of what Andrew says, and we're going to see how it goes. I don't know if that's necessarily true. I don't, I assume you're not going to burn through coin. Like you're not going to open packs or do like drafts. Just discard all, discard all. Yeah, open gold exactly. packs, discard all. <laughs> yeah, I hope not. But yeah, you're, you're right. That is one thing I do want to do as we get into August and September, as we lead up to FIFA 22 is really talk about some concepts of trading and what I'm going to do. You know, I'm not going to get into like a, ton a ton of detail and quite frankly i'm too old to like grind my ass off to really get the 100 million coins that some of these guys are doing by daily flipping and things like that like these 16 to 25 year olds however old these these kids are who have like the 100 200 300 million transfer profit like holy shit you're such a grinder good for you i can't do that i i'm not honestly i'm trying to play the game so my and I say all that to say a lot of what I have kind of shifted to is trying to invest smart, not like do the grind. Some of the early stuff does just require, hey, spend an hour or two not playing the game and just grinding out trading and just flipping and stuff and trying to build your coins. And you just kind of have to turn on some podcasts and just do it. But other than that, like, you know, once we get into team of the week investing and, you know, some other type of investing that we can talk about, it's just really try to be smart, not work smart, not uh, hard. Love it. Uh, Andrew, I talked a ton about my FIFA gameplay experience. You've obviously mentioned you've not been playing a ton of FIFA. Uh, what things do you want to share with us about 
other games you might be playing what what's relevant to foot from your world outside of just past two weeks of FIFA gameplay so i did my best not to mention this until now but i obviously have been playing basically exclusively mlb the show oh i baited uh, you perfectly that's great you did and it's you know and so i want to take a break to talk a little bit about this game because if you were like tyler and just played a sweaty ass weekend league or something like that MLB the show is kind of a good game to switch to for a number of reasons. Um, one, the thing I find most frustrating in FIFA, I mentioned it last week as my bad, is how assisted the game is. And MLB the show certainly has some assisted shit that will drive you nuts, but it it is so much more based on who is the better player and like rewards you for good inputs and decisions and punishes you for bad inputs and bad decisions that it is kind of refreshing and everything like that based on, you know, compared to FIFA, it is not as easy to pick up and play from day one. You can, you can play it on rookie mode and pick up and play and hit and stuff, but otherwise, you know, hitting and pitching is not the easiest thing to do. You you have to spend a little bit of time to learn how to do it, but it, it's relatively easy to pick up. And once you do, I think it's a great game to play. And the main reason I think it's a great game to play and why I think if you're done with FIFA right now or just want to take a break, why it's a fun game to play is you can get the fucking meta squad untradeable just by playing the game. That is by far the biggest difference to me between MLB The Show and FIFA and really all EA games is SDS San Diego sports gives out just they're called team affinities. So every, every month they release these squads. So every single team gets a player. That's just, it is the meta card and it's untradeable. And all you have to do is basically play the game. They have mission. They have these things called missions and moments and collections and exchanges and if you're ever interested in figuring out all, what all that means and stuff, happy to talk about it. But essentially, if you play the game, you can get the best cards in the game. Just by playing, you'll almost essentially automatically get get them by playing in online or offline modes. I mean, quite frankly, if you just play, eventually you will just get them just generically. You won't even know you're grinding towards it. You'll get them and you can get cards like 99 ronald basically i have an entire 99 squad right now i've done targeted like kind of objectives to get there but if you just played a ton you would have it like 99 ronald Cunha, 98 trey turner 99 jacob de grom um who's some other that just there's like a i forgot what rating is but nick castellanos is amazing ozzy albies has an amazing card there's just a ton of cars out there that all you just get for free. And so you can get you. So the, I'm kind of ranting here, but essentially don't be afraid like, Oh, would I be able to compete online? If one, don't worry about that. You don't need to compete online. Playing offline is super rewarding in this game mode. My, in this game, in my opinion, but yes, you can build your squad probably in a week. I told Tyler offline, which is how we kind of led in this, that I bet if he'd, stop playing FIFA this week and focus as much time on MLB as he did on FIFA, that he would have a, at least full, a squad of nothing but 97 plus rated cards. And so then that's a song. That's just fun. So then you get to kind of pick and choose who you want to use based on other kind of traits and stuff. And so, I don't know. I think that's fun. I think MLB is a good game. It certainly has some flaws, 
but different flaws than uh, FIFA. So that that's kind of my pitch. I think it's a fair pitch. And honestly, if I don't get Fodis uh, Berlin Mindy, I might be done with the RTG and I might be ready to pivot. So we'll see. Maybe we'll transition this entire pod into an MLB The Show fix. But for now well, I, uh, I think there, there I think there are no MLB the show podcast so we would be the first so even talking about it this much is probably like already um two listeners two listeners will be groundbreaking will so, be game changers from the get-go for San Diego studios uh that'd be amazing we're not doing that by the way guys we are going to plan for some FIFA 22 content and stuff going forward even if Tyler also takes a break from FIFA 21 um that's not going to happen I you know I think it's probably obvious and probably you guys want, we, we might not record every week if there's nothing to talk about. If EA kind of punts some weeks, especially in August, maybe we won't talk much or maybe we won't go for an hour, but um, we're, we're a FIFA podcast. Maybe we'll do a separate breakout podcast, but then we'll be the show, but um, we're a FIFA podcast. So stay with us. Absolutely. And so uh, while people want to stay with us, Andrew, uh, how can they find you? How can they stay in touch with you? I am on the Twitter at foot underscore A-S-T. And you can find me at Pace of a Tortoise. You can find this podcast at foot underscore F-I-X. And with that, thanks everyone for joining. This has been your weekly hit of the Foot Fix.